Welcome to the York County Economic Alliance podcast series. I'm your host, Jason McSherry, and joining me today is Tim Bensel, Senior Director of Food and Nutrition Services for Wellspan Health. Thanks so much, Tim. Welcome, for, welcome to the York County Economic Alliance podcast series. Thank you. Glad to be here. We're glad to have you today. And, you know, uh, we've got a great conversation here about this amazing program that Wellspan Health has started up at a lot of your different locations across South Central Pennsylvania. Um, but before we get started, you know, we're still in the midst of the coronavirus pandemic and it's still raging. So, you know, I just wanted to take just a quick second to ask how you're doing and how is how's everybody in Wellspan Health family doing, uh, all the providers and employees? Sure. No, I appreciate you asking. Yeah, it's been a long year. Um, you know, if you listen to the news, you hear what's going on all around us. But um, from a from a Wellspan perspective, I think we're we're really handling the pandemic as best as we can. Um, we're really working as a system. You may know that Wellspan is a um, health system of eight hospitals across central Pennsylvania, and it's really been a benefit to us to really be able to pull upon each other's resources and take care of our community. And there have been times where certain areas of our community has been a little bit more impacted than others, and we've been able to bring those patients to another area that could better handle them. And uh, we've just found some really innovative ways to take care of our community, and that's what we're here for. But um, yeah, it's been a it's been a long what seems like uh, forever. It doesn't seem like it could really be 12 months or 10 months anyway, but it, it has been, and I think we're doing as well as could be expected. Good. I'm so glad to hear that because uh, you are right. We hear about it on the news all the time, and. I mean, I cannot even imagine the strain that is falling on and the stress that's falling on all of the providers and employees across the entire system. Um, I mean, we hear about like all the resources that are being strained and pushed to the limits. So um, I'm imagine that it has been having a massive effect just on WellSpan employees, um, you know, probably from like overtime or their inability to spend time with family members, things like that. Absolutely. Yes. Um, a lot of people are working a lot of hours, um, you know, a lot of folks across the system. And it really takes a village, as they say. Um, certainly nurses and doctors are on the front lines every day with patients, but it takes everybody. It takes, um, you know, a whole hospital of folks and folks that I probably won't mention, but don't intentionally want to leave out. But you think of all the other therapists and, you know, food service workers, not the least of which to mention and housekeepers and engineers to keep the building running you know, a respiratory therapist. I mean, it just takes everybody. And you're right, it just really has taken a lot of time. Um, I think people have adapted to the long hours. But yes, I'm sure that's kept a lot of people away from their family members. Um, and, you know, many of our staff even, unfortunately, have um, been infected by uh, COVID and had to furlough. So sometimes I know um, employees were furloughing outside of their own homes so that they could protect their families. So, yeah, there's a lot of there's just a lot of changes in all of our lives for everybody that works in healthcare. I can't even imagine uh, having to furlough outside your house and your family just to kind of protect them. Um, I mean, kudos to everybody at Wellspan and across our country in, in healthcare right now for everything that they're doing and all the risks that they take on uh, trying to keep all of us healthy and well and safe throughout this pandemic. That's really, that's really appreciated. And I think one of the things I wanted to mention is it's been, we've, we've received an overwhelming amount of support from the community as well. And just some sort of fun examples. I mean, we've had uh, businesses donate things to us. Um, 
We've had uh, Hershey's Ice Cream, for example. They had donated hundreds of boxes of ice cream novelties just to give away to the staff. And, um, you know, it's those little bright spots and some of the things we're going to talk about here in a minute. Um, but it's those little things that really has made a big difference. But I can't say enough for the community, for their support. Um, we've had pizza shops delivering pizzas to us on a regular basis. We've had um, other manufacturers just donate uh, beverages to us. Starbucks has donated coffee to us. Um, and this is just all across all of our system, across all eight hospitals. So that's just a few examples, again, not to specifically um, point anyone out in general, that just that the point is the community has been overwhelmingly supportive of us. And that's been a lot to all the employees. Oh, that's awesome. I am so glad to hear that. Um, I know we do hear you hear stories like that on the news as well, too. But it's it's nice to actually hear that even here in our local community where maybe you don't hear about that on the news that it's still taking place and the larger organizations down to small mom and pops places are, are keeping everybody in mind and, and trying to help make things a little bit brighter for you guys. So um, that's cool. I'm glad to hear yep. that. Absolutely. And I know you mentioned about long hours. Um, you know, I know healthcare is synonymous with long hours. There's there's a lot of positions throughout the healthcare world that work 12 hour shifts, just as the regular shift. And you know, and then on top of it, if you start having overtime and things like that, I can imagine that you're you're just exhausted by the end of it. Um, I mean, I when I used to work a 12 hour shift, I know that the last thing I wanted to do was have to stop at the grocery store and pick something up for dinner on the way home. So uh, that's why. This was so exciting to hear about this this unique program that you have started up here that helps to save some of your employees their time and make life a little bit easier. Um, can you tell us a little bit about it, what it is, and how it got started. Sure, sure. We um, we began to open up what we would call um, like a little micro market inside the walls of um, the hospitals across the system. And the idea actually came from one of our hospitals over in Chambersburg. They had partnered with a small grocer, um, independent grocer called the Butcher Shop. And they had had the Butcher Shop for many, many years. And one of the advantages of a health system is, um, and in my role in particular as senior director, I oversee all of the WellSpan food services. And it's oftentimes learning from each other. And I knew of the um, butcher shop and that they were using them over at Wellspan Chambersburg Hospital. And they were using it a little bit differently. It was mostly grab and go. It was almost like another um, cafeteria for them. But the idea was that they partnered with this um, local grocery store to be able to provide the foods for staff. And it came up one day and said, hey, isn't that a great idea? And what if we expanded that into grocery items to your point exactly is that would maybe prevent somebody from having to stop on the way home to get some groceries. So we began to look at some options and that's really where this all started. So it was from our colleagues over at Chambersburg Hospital who had this partnership and we said, yeah, what can we do across the system? So we began to look um, in each of our regions and it began here in York with um, reaching out to Leg Up Farmers Market. So I have to give a lot of credit to Leg Up Farmers Market because we reached out to them and um, they, of course, were curious. Wow, having a grocery store in a, in, in a hospital, how is that going to work? And we weren't even sure that we knew the answers yet. Uh, we just said, hey, this is working in some of our other regions. Um, we're thinking a little bit different concept. We're actually thinking a grocery store, grocery store, not just convenience foods. And um, they said, sure, let's talk. 
So long story short, after a very short period of time, probably less than a week, um, they came on site, they looked at what we had, they talked a little bit more to what we were looking for. And sure enough, we were able to pull the plug and in probably less than a week or two, we had this pop-up mini market in the York Hospital um, right next to our atrium cafe. Um, so it was a pretty neat experience. That's really cool to see how it uh, all came about and came to fruition. And, you know, I imagine so far you've had a really good response from all your employees since, you're, since you've expanded it and opened it up into a couple of different hospitals and locations, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And again, it really, it really depends on the partnership. So in this case, um, they were willing to, you know, we basically um, place an order and they pull the order together and they actually deliver it here to the hospital for us. Um, we gave them a space. Um, I'm probably not good with square footage, but probably 20 by 20. And it was actually a seating area off of our atrium cafe off of the main lobby here at York Hospital. And the unique thing was because of COVID, we were really concerned about social distancing. So many of our um, cafeteria and food venues, we had to take into consideration social distancing. So we've limited the number of seats in those dining facilities. And in most cases, we only have one seat per table to allow for social distancing. And by doing that, it really uh, diminished the amount of people that could use that seating area. And we thought, you know, this might actually be a better use of that space. So we took out the tables and chairs that were there and we put in, you know, some sort of six foot banquet type tables, put tablecloths on and lo and behold, um, we're selling everything from pasta and sauce to peanut butter, to rice, to toiletry items. And uh, just a very small little market, but um, boy, people really do seem to appreciate it. I can only imagine. I mean, it's, it, and as you said, it's kind of a small selection, but it's the stuff that you run out of or that you need most. And I, it's gotta be convenient just to be able to stop on your way home or way out to, to grab that, or I guess maybe even on a lunch break or so. Um, so how, if you're an employee though, how does that work? Like, do, do they have to order it ahead of time or is it there and available whenever they stop in? Sure. No, it's there and it's available all the time. So we have this set up just like grocery aisles. And, um, you know, you mentioned, you know, not only for food to take home, which of course they do, but there is an awful lot of grab and go items. So for example, um, again, speaking for Leg Up Farms, they bring in some pre-packaged um, items for us that they would sell in their deli. So, you know, meatloaf meals and stuffed cabbage and lo mains and all kinds of foods that are already been prepared that all you have to do is microwave them. So you can either take those home and microwave them. And we have two whole coolers full. In fact, it was so popular that after about the first few weeks, we bought another refrigerator. So there's one whole refrigerator that has nothing but grab and go items in there. Everything from pizzas and strombolis that you can take home and bake to those convenience grab-and-go items, we're selling milk and eggs and cheese and bacon and baked goods that Dave brought in for us. So the, the variety is actually, um, you know, pretty significant. But um, so you can get those foods and take them home. Or as you mentioned, there's a lot of examples where staff simply go down there for a, something different for lunch today. So again, they can grab one of those meatloaf dinners. It has peas and some other veggies in it. You can take it back to your unit, microwave it, and you have a nice home cooked meal. Um, obviously we still have our employee cafeteria here at the hospital and we also have an atrium cafe and those are very nice options as well, but it's just like going to your favorite restaurant every day. 
um, it's always nice for a little bit of variety. And, and this has offered that variety for a, uh, a lunch or a dinner meal or even breakfast items, as well as that um, option to be able to take those foods home. Um, so again, you can take home the uh, box of spaghetti and some sauce and prepare it at home. You can take home a convenience meal. Um, you know, how many times have you gone to the refrigerator and you don't have milk, you know? So, you know, I have to stop at, you know, the local grocery store on the way home. Um, but gee whiz, I forgot, I can just walk right down the hall here, get some milk and go. And we have cash registers there and they would just be able to purchase that right through our existing cash registers. That is really great. And and I, I love that you have the local flair. Um, I know you mentioned how it started with in Chambersburg with the butcher shop and here in York here with uh, Leg Up Farmers Market. But in each of your locations, you've partnered with a local organization or supermarket to kind of bring that local flair right to that area. So it's a place that you probably would have stopped at on your way home. And that's who's coming in and you're, you're buying that from. Um, did I see right that you had what Kenny's Market in Gettysburg? Yep, yep. We partnered with Kenny's Markets in Gettysburg and Martin's Grocery Store over in the Ephrata region. Um, and then there are some others that we're still working on because again, this is relatively new. We were just fortunate to be able to partner with some um, local partners, but we're also looking at um, possibly the Weiss and Giants down the road for those regions that may not have a a local partnership. So yeah, we're reaching out and trying to just, you know, cover all angles, but it's been a great partnership. I think it's been a way for us to give back to the community. Um, and again, another way for the community to support us. And in, in some of our locations, um, you know, some of our hospitals are physically located in a more rural area or in a more suburban area. So in some places, you know, going to the grocery store is not inconvenient. Um, because they might be driving right past it. But in other examples, um, you know, just being able, again, to pick something up um, where you work and not have to stop on the way home is just such a, a nice convenience. And to your point, any little thing that we can do um, to help our staff after having a long day, um, we're just so thankful to be able to provide that. And am I understanding correctly that it's uh, just kind of available in your dining area so that even visitors or um, somebody that's just passing through could actually stop and take advantage of it? Absolutely. Yeah, we wanted to make it as convenient as possible. And most of our dining areas, again, because of social distancing, we've been able to free up some space. And absolutely, if there's anybody um, that would want to stop while they're here, they're welcome to. Um, now to be totally transparent, um, we, as many hospitals, have really limited the amount of visitors here in the hospital. But absolutely, if anybody is here, um, we would be glad to, to sell it and to support anyone that's, that's here um, to take advantage of it. And again, yes, it's conveniently located where they would find our other food venues. And it's easy enough just to grab it out of the refrigerator and walk right up to the cashier and pay for it right on site. And I know you mentioned down the road a little bit, um, engaging some additional partners. Do you see this potentially uh, becoming something that could be permanent? Absolutely. Yeah, we hope that it is. Um, again, to be honest, you know, some of the hospitals have more volume and more business than others. Um, you know, some hospitals are larger than others and they have more employees there. So that all makes a difference. Um, I would love to be able to keep the partnerships going as long as we can. Um, I think that's a very, a very uh, good possibility. One of the other things that we're looking at, and again, it depends on the partnership, but um, 
we're looking to maybe even expand into like a curbside pickup. And again, working with like a farmer's market, for example, um, they have online ordering. So it's possible that at some point down the road, an employee could go online, order, you know, a bag full of groceries. Um, don't know if we would have enough room for a week full of groceries, but a bag full of groceries go online and they know that they come out three times a week and on Wednesday's delivery, bring out Tim's groceries. And um, so we're beginning those conversations. So no, not, not only are we hoping to see this, you know, continue to stay here, we're actually hoping that we can expand it. And again, in the right markets with the right partners, I think that's a possibility. You know, I, I have to admit, I've become a very big fan of online ordering during the pandemic. And I've actually, my wife and I, we've started ordering a lot of our groceries online and things like that. So to hear you say that, is phenomenal and um i cannot even imagine the ability that if i was going into work every day if i went home could potentially order my groceries online and after my shift the next day pick them up on the way home uh i mean that's 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 amazing um and to think that it all started with one small partnership at chambersburg right yeah and i think that's the other you know, um, silver lining to this whole COVID pandemic is we all learn to do things differently. Um, you know, like it or not, I think we all have to, to learn to adapt. And I think one of those ways is, you know, online ordering, um, you know, and, and the ability of technology to help us in these circumstances. And this is just another way for us to be able to tap into that. And again, a year ago, who would have thought about probably even online ordering your groceries at your grocery store, let alone doing it inside of a hospital? So, I mean, it's those advantages of technology um, that if there is a silver lining to the pandemic, it certainly has forced us um, to look at things differently and look at the way we do things differently, not only as an organization, but as a, you know, as a community, so. I love it, I love it. It's a, it was a great idea. Um, kudos to you and your team and, and everybody at Wellspan that thought about it and said, hey, let's see if we can make this happen at all of our locations, because uh, it's, a, it's a great idea. Great, um, yeah. Before we, before we wrap up, I wanted to give a couple of minutes here to talk about a couple of other items, uh, one of which was, I know that you are the Senior Director of Food and Nutrition Services for Wellspan Health. What does that entail? Like, what all, um, I'm, what all falls under your jurisdiction? Sure. So, so I oversee all of the food and nutrition services across Wellspan. So that would include all of our patient feeding and all of our retail um, you know, uh, areas. So for example, um, at any one of the hospitals, of course, we have patients that we're feeding and we have what we call an inpatient operation. So we have um, different delivery methods to deliver trays to patients. And in some hospitals, we actually have room service. So a patient can call us and order their tray and we deliver it to them just like they would be in a hotel. In other areas, we're using more of a traditional tray line or a host hostess, but that's our inpatient operation. And then in addition to that, at each of the hospitals, we have um, in some cases, one or more other um, retail outlets. And that would be the cafeteria or a dining room area, or um, as I mentioned here at York, the Atrium Cafe, which is sort of a grab and go bistro type of a cafe, but it also has a uh, full line of Starbucks beverages. So we sell Starbucks inside uh, York Hospital and many of our um, food services across Wellspan. So is it safe to say that 
pandemic aside, when you have uh, normal visiting conditions, there are probably thousands of people every day that are basically eating breakfast, lunch, or dinner because of things that you and your team are taking care of. Absolutely. Yes. Um, you know, pre-COVID or BC, before COVID, um, yes, at York Hospital, we would be feeding thousands of people every day between all of the visitors that would be here visiting with their loved ones, as well as all of the staff. Um, just like you've seen in the news, the pandemic has, um, you know, reduced some of that volume, some of it for very legitimate reasons. One was, I mentioned earlier, social distancing. We purposely try to spread people out so that we're not congregating in the dining areas. But um, unfortunately, another reality of the pandemic is that people are just so much busier. We talked about that earlier. And, you know, staff in some cases just may not be able to make it down for, for lunch or come to the dining room. Um, so that has reduced the volume, but uh, you're absolutely right. If you looked at all of the patient meals, you know, there are roughly 600 patient beds here at York Hospital. So you're feeding those folks three times a day, breakfast, lunch, and dinner there alone is, you know, literally 1,500 to 2,000 meals. And then on top of that, you're feeding all the staff. And again, here at York Hospital, which is um, the larger of the hospitals for WellSpan, there are thousands of employees that work here. So you can see what that magnitude can uh, quickly grow to. But yes, our responsibility is to feed all of the patients, staff, and visitor at WellSpan while they're here with us. Well, I have sincere appreciation for you and your team for being able to do that. I have enough trouble just being able to microwave my own dinner uh, once a day. So I cannot imagine the full scope that you have to do and think about uh, on a daily basis for, for hundreds or thousands of, of patients, visitors, staff. So I'm just in total awe of you and your staff. Well, um, it, takes, it takes a team. It takes a, a great a great uh, group of staff, and you're exactly right. It's uh, it's a whole team. I think I said earlier, it takes a village, and some days it feels like that. So every hospital, um, you know, has its leadership team and its employees beneath them, and we have some very very dedicated employees. Um, you know, you have to be in order to want to work through a pandemic. Um, you know, it'd be a lot easier to work, you know, from home in some cases or elsewhere. You know, we give our staff uh, a ton of credit because. Um, Although there are opportunities for some you know, employees to work from home. And again, we've learned to do things differently. You can't feed people from home. You can't clean rooms from home and you can't keep the lights on from home. So, you know, I really give credit to, again, those frontline workers, not the least of us, our food service workers who could easily decide to do something else, but come to work every day to take care of these patients and the staff. And to that, we're, um, you know, forever indebted. So we really do have a great team of folks. And that's a great way to put it. And and as a as a community and as a country and and as a civilization as a whole, you're you're at, you I think you hit it right on the head. We're indebted to everybody that is a frontline worker that's helping do all of these things and and facing those daily challenges. <clears throat> Speaking of of all the different the numbers that we were talking about and the number of people that you have uh, that you take care of on a daily basis, you've got a lot on your shoulders. So I don't I want to be mindful of your time here. I know we're wrapping up. I uh, do have a couple of quick questions, though, to, to end our time together here. Uh, these are a little bit more fun. Um, and if you're familiar with the York County Economic Alliance, we have a, a motto or a logo that we have that says, I heart Yoko or I love Yoko. And um, 
for in that same spirit, we started a, a rapid fire trivia type question that we would like to use in our, our podcast series here that follows the I love Yoko motto. Uh, so I've got three questions and it is our triple trivia. So for the first one, we're going to focus on the I and I heart Yoko. And then the second will be the heart and the third will be the Yoko. So question number one for the I in I heart Yoko, finish this sentence and tell us why you picked this response. The superhero or supervillain that I think is most like me is? Wow. Um, trying to think of some superheroes. I would say maybe like Batman. Nice. <laughs> and, and I guess as I think about it, you know, as a kid growing up, um, you know, the one thing that comes to mind is, you know, he was a good guy and, you know, he always seemed to get his villain. And, you know, he was able to do so without all those superpower strength and all of that kind of stuff. You know, you kind of used his wit and his creativity, uh, but he always came out on the top and always, you know, got the bad guy and he was one of the good guys. So I like to think of myself as one of the good guys. That's a great choice. I, I'm right there with you. I always loved Batman. And you're right. He didn't have the superpowers. He he did it. He was human and he did it with his with his intelligence and his uh, sheer cunning. So. Bonus question, though, since you chose Batman, who's your favorite Batman? Oh, I don't even know. There's so many out there now. I can't even I can't even pick one. I, I can't think off the top of my head who all they are. So, well, you had you have Adam West as the classic and you had Michael Keaton. So, um, yeah, I, I probably go back to the classic. Probably Adam classic. West. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's a tough one to beat. So <laughs> great answer. Oh. I love it. Love it. Uh, all right. Question number two. So for the heart in I Heart Yoko, which Yoko based uh, po or potato chip do you love more? Do you love a regular potato chip, barbecue potato chip or kettle cooked? Uh, I'm a, definitely a kettle cooked guy. Yeah, I, I think that's a Yoko staple. Um, <laughs> we have mastered the kettle cooked potato chip. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Final question for the Yoko in I Heart Yoko, what is your favorite or unique Yoko activity or tradition? So that could be something like uh, when in the, around the holidays, there's the Steam Whistle concert or the York Fair or um, taking some time on the rail trail. So what is your favorite Yoko activity or, or tradition? Sure. Yeah, that one for me was pretty easy. I was born and raised in York County. I lived here all my life and uh, the York Fair came to mind right away. You know, even as a kid going to the fair, you know, when I was younger, we entered some, you know, rabbits into the fair for judging and things like that. I've always liked the agriculture, being in the food business, you know, that was always important to me. And uh, hey, who doesn't like some good York County uh, fair food? It's probably not something that you're going to find on our um, well-span patient menu. But uh, hey, once a year, if you're going to splurge, that's the place to splurge. So uh, I do like the York fair. That's that's a good one. Um, and yes, I cannot imagine that you probably deep fry nearly as many things as what you can find at the York Fair. Yep. No, not at all. You're right. It's a once a year treat. Yep. <laughs> well, fantastic. Um, I really appreciate you taking time to join us today, Tim, and to talk about this amazing program that WellSpan has started at some of your hospitals um, to make things a little bit easier for your, your uh, staff and some visitors to take advantage of and save some time. It's a wonderful program, and thank you again for taking some time to join us today. Absolutely. Thank you, Jason. It was my pleasure.